Hi everyone. So I'm sitting here with Pastor Freddy Kabiling, also known as the Running Pastor. He is an ultra marathoner, uh, one-time triathlete, and <laughs> and this September he's doing something called Run 50. So he's starting to run all across the Philippines, running 50 kilometers over 50 days. From it's not really a parito holo because he's doing it from south to north. Hi, Pastor Ferdy. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Noel. Thank you for uh, inviting me here. I just really want to find out um, what this Run 50 is about. But let's backtrack. Um, how did you get into running? Oh, uh, good question. Um, I've never had any sports that I've been part of growing up. Um, not even basketball, even though my brother's into it. I got a bad experience growing up about basketball, so I... So I've never had any sports except one time. Um, I I um, decided to just do some jogging, and up from there, uh, I started pursuing that, just jogging, going here and there. And uh, one day, I saw in the papers, you know, every time they would uh, feature some races, mm-hmm. fun runs in uh, BGC. Okay. I always get, you know, I always get attracted to the, you know, to the big. You know, runners with big numbers. Oh, okay. I said, oh, maybe I can join one of those. Then I joined my first, uh, was it 10K, Nike? Okay. Um, and then that's how, that's how I, I got started on. Was that the first Nike we run? What, 2008 Something like something that. Something like that. Something like that. McKinley. Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah, so that one with the personalized shirts. With, I mean, the with the numbers. Race, ah, human, the human race. Yes, yeah. yes, that's right. Okay. That was my first one. And ever since, ganun pala yun, when you run 10K, parang you're thinking, what's next? Uh-huh. So I thought of 21. I started dreaming of 21. Mm-hmm. But I keep on joining 10, 10Ks and so on. Mm-hmm. And then it grew from there. So ever since I've been, you know, buying one shirt here, a short here, a socks, pair of socks, and then <laughs> I start buying, you know, shoes, mm-hmm. gear. Gear, yeah, okay, that's right. Gear. And uh, I started, then I started, I don't know, uh, dreaming of a marathon someday. Okay. Then I did my first one, uh, the um, the Ilog Pasig Marathon by ABS-CBN. All the right. Last ever 42k day they ever did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was my first marathon. This is the one that crossed almost all of the bridges across Pasig. Yes, yeah. ten, 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 bridges ten bridges across uh, Pasig River. Pasig River. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, when I did that, it was such uh, an accomplishment for me mm-hmm. um, that uh, that I, I thought that was it. That's the pinnacle of <laughs> running success. <laughs> Run a marathon. And then one time I was running just half marathon. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as I crossed the finish line with some of the friends, you know, just almost like a fun run, one guy approached me, he noticed me, and he says, uh, Pastor Ferdi, he says, uh, you know, so you've, you've run marathons, right? Yeah, I finished, you know, one or two. Oh, great, guess what? Um, maybe you can try Bataan that March, 100 kilometers, 102 kilometers. Okay. I said, uh, what? What again? So I couldn't, I can't seem to wrap my brains around it. How can you run 102? I mean, I almost, I couldn't even finish almost the 42 ano, kilometer uh, marathon. And then, uh, I did it and, uh, and 
you're qualified because you ran marathon already. So I said, maybe I can. Please, um, please help me. Can I join you? Your can I join your training? So we started uh, training together, and then, and then uh, in my mind, I was starting to aim now for 100, 102, uh, 102, but on that March. Then he says, okay, before we do that, let's go run you know, first uh, Tagaytay na Sugbo. The P2L. first marathon, yes. The first ultra. And, well, the first ultra. So he says, uh, let's do this first. Because if you can do this, then just imagine it. You just do it twice. That's a hundred. So I mean, okay, 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 sure. So we did it. So uh, that's where I met uh, Jovi Narcisse for the first time. Mm -hmm. you know, so uh, then we did it. Uh, I had blisters during the, after that 50K. Um, but, you know. I was thinking, man, if I had a hard time this 50k, how much more than 100? So, it's it's a it's more of a psychological battle for me. Uh, I say, okay. how can you do this? How can you do this? And so then, from there, we prepared for that. But uh, on that March 102k, uh, with five, with four more of my friends. Yeah. So five of us, we decided to run this in racing support. Uh, for real life foundation, foundation, yeah. real life foundation, and so when we uh, uh, when we did this, uh, um, so we we were able to finish it because unlucky pala ng impact ng mga ng mga nagchichir. Yeah. Oh, pag may nagchichir sa yun ng mga scholars, and okay. even though you're tired, I mean, in certain at certain points, when you see the scholars cheering. With banners, uh, yes, uh, with banners. Uh, that's when, that's when. By uh, impact, you have a, you get, you get, search, you get, you get yeah, motivated, search of energy, seeing the kids cheering. Para mayakang ano? Mayakang, you know, mangal, di matapos. What, what would they think? So. I mean, you ask my other four friends, they had the same experience. Mm -hmm. um, that's why they finished it in spite of all the pains and all. And so we did it. That was the first BDM. That's right. And uh, you went uh, on and did um, one more and then the 160, the, the 100 miler naman yes, version. Um, obvious, obviously, after 102, now you're qualified for 100 miler. Yeah. 160, um, the entire, uh, no, entire route of Batan that March. So... <clears throat> So I, I dreamt of fi uh, uh, finishing my first 100 mi miler, which is Batan that March, 160 kilometers. Uh, 2011 edition. Wow. So that was the time when, uh, <clears throat> when, I, uh, when I did it. And I did it um, um, within the cut-off time. Okay. 30 hours cut of time. That was the first uh, 100 miler in the country, right? I think so. Uh, I think they said it's 2010, I think. 2010. And then 2011 is the second. Okay. So I did the uh, 2011. So when I did it, uh, uh, grab it. I, 
want to give up na. Uh, I had this young guy with me. One of my we're required to do to have a pacer pacers on, yeah. uh, on the last 58 kilometers. Yep. So there was this one guy who was uh, very quick, sharp. Jerome Bautista is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he works in a bank and uh, in his 30s. And then he said, uh, "No, no, no, late 20s, okay. late 20s." The guy. Uh, very sharp. I asked him because I was so tired already. Uh, and I said, I've uh, been running, siguro mga 20, maybe 20, 26 hours. Okay. And so he, so I told him, give me one reason why I should finish this. One reason. I was, I was really um, angry. I couldn't explain myself mm-hmm. when you're in that uh, position, situation. Can't do you can't explain yourself. So uh-huh. I said, give me one reason why I should finish this. Then he responded back and says, I know one guy who did it. He said, he did it, man. He finished it. Blood and sweat. He finished it. He said, really? I said, <laughs> I thought he was going to talk about, you know, Dean Carnassus or yeah. Scott Jurek or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Maybe he was reading all these ultra runner guys. And, says, yeah, his name is Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for the forgiveness of your sin. I said, oh man, here's a guy preaching to a pastor. So, um, let's go, let's finish this. <laughs> so we finished it. And, uh, and then he said, now he said, uh, last, Masiguro, last 3K, approaching the finish line, he says, you know what? Are you going to cry when you, when you finish this? I said, what do you mean? This is Look, this is destiny, he said. What do you mean destiny? It's, this is destiny. There are more younger, qualified ultra runners who should be in, who should be in your position right now. Mm. But here you are. You're the one running. You're the one. You're about to finish. This is, so I don't know. Why should I cry? So so and then we started praying. And then he says, he said, but you know what? I'm gonna cry. He said, <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, he's very emo- kind of emotional guy. Uh, so, uh, okay, 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 sure, you know. And then, uh, when, as soon as we reached the, ano, nearing the finish line, we entered into this, ano, the place in Capas. Mm-hmm. I ran, I, I ran, I, I had this, um, uh, I had this um, idea, and every time I see the finish line, I give it my best shot, even though no more, you don't have any more energy. You just run anyway, run faster. So I would go, I was running, then I crossed, I crossed the finish line. Obviously, Jovi was there, you know, he'll hug you, you know, and, uh, and then it, after a while, he'll put, uh, he'll give you the buckle and the, yeah. you know, what do you call it? The finisher medal. Yeah, the finishing medal. And, uh, but uh, but since other runners are about to come, so yeah. I, I, I stayed at the side for the ceremony. Yeah. While I was on the side, I was holding on my, my you know, like this. I realized I finished it. I realized I finished it. That, that was the time. Then I started crying. <laughs> I started crying. When I, started, when I was crying, everyone started coming in and crying with me. We were like a bunch of guys crying. Um, and then uh, and then Jovi called me and so I went for a photo op. So that's, that's, that's the journey. So that was 2011 and then I did it again 2012. Because I thought of doing it yearly. 
Okay. I said, if this is the only thing I do every every year, I'll do it. So 2011, 2012, 2013, towards 2013, I heard of Manila Baguio. Okay. So I have to make a choice. Is it Batan that March 160 or Manila Baguio for the first time? Okay. At multi-day. Okay. Three-day thing. So I decided to go multi-day Baguio. Okay. Um, yeah, so that that's another story. Uh, when did you start thinking about doing this uh, run across the Philippines? Oh, uh, going back to 2012, my second, uh, no, 2011. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 2012. When I, I finished my 2012, uh, 2012, year. Okay. But in 2012, um, after that run, uh, I went back. When I, as soon as I got back home, I, I was, I felt burnout physically, emotionally. Uh, I go to work, I go home and, you know, just feeling burnout mm. uh, for three months. Okay. Then one morning I woke up and checked the internet and I read a blog of uh, a priest by the name of Father Pix Picardal, Amado okay. Picardal. And he wrote a blog celebrating his one year, parang a year anniversary, uh, uh, the first anniversary of his run across the Philippines. Okay. So to celebrate it, he wrote a blog. Okay. So he put fresh pictures and all. So when I, was, when I was reading it, that's when I got inspired. I said, if a 50 plus year old guy who ran across the Philippines in 57 days, if a priest could do this, then I can surely do this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so I got inspired. So I called the I called the coach immediately. Yeah. Uh, that same month, I called the coach and says, "Would you please coach me?" And uh, and then I, I made some counting. Now. So three years from now, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, I'll be 50 years old. Okay. So maybe this will be the chance for me to do it. And so. And so, uh, and then, <clears throat> so, I, so I started dreaming of running across the Philippines. And then, I also realized, uh, you know, while I'm still younger, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 50 in a few days. But I have strong legs. I don't, I don't have maintenance. Mm-hmm. I don't have bowel na pagkain na ganyan, bowel ganyan, uh, and. Uh, I realize uh, maybe I can I can do this. Um, one of the races I joined before this, uh, I, I did the Suwal to Bolinao or Bolinao to Suwal uh, uh, run. Um, don't gonna discover yung ano Noel. Don't gonna discover yung na mayro pa pala akong ibang reason why why I run mm-hmm. see, I thought I'm just doing this for real life foundation yeah. or love of the sports or the idea of long distance yep. ganon. It's, it really, it's more of a challenge to me but during that particular run I discovered another reason why I'm running okay. uh, a friend of mine by the name of Alden Meneses okay. We ran together, uh, we had other friends, but kami yung nag-usap na, okay, sabay tayo, kahit anong mangyari. He's a, 
he, he was 55 years old during that time. Okay. And he says, Sige, please, please, so sabay kami. Kaya lang, during the run, I had a stomach uh, problem. I had a stomach problem. Yeah. I, had a, I had cramps. And I don't know why. So so I told my friend, go ahead. I'll, I'll follow you. I'll catch up with you. So he went, he went ahead and um, approaching ano namin, 30th. That's a 60K run. Eh. Okay. On the 30th, um, so malayo pa rin, hindi ko siya makita so nakita ko yung van namin so I approached my van to get some water and nutrition and all as soon as I reached the place I saw him seated in front next to the driver I said, oh, Alden why, why are you seated? you're not supposed to do that mm. you're violating the rules you yeah. don't get inside the car but he did yeah. I said, what, what happened? I, I was in pain and I was in all this and I was looking for him and I found out he's right in front of the car and the van, I said, what happened? sabi uh, you know, no, no, for the I, I, I decided to quit now because I'm having. A, I was dehydrated. It's so hot, and uh, um, I can. We don't run for real life anyway. He said, uh, "This is not an official run anyway." So okay, now for Ferdi, satisfied now. I was quiet. I was looking at him, and then, and then I sat down on a nearby st- uh, stool. So I, I sat down. And I was looking at the at, at the ground. On the ground. When I was looking, I, I, and then I looked at my legs. I said, "Man, you know." And then I remember my son, because mm-hmm. my son couldn't run. Uh, I mean, couldn't even walk straight mm-hmm. uh, because he was born uh, with Sturge Weber. It is. It affected his brain. Okay. That it because of that, it, it affected his motor skills. Okay. So he walks like <clears throat> a person who got. Uh, Heart stroke, uh, had a heart stroke or something. So, okay. so he would uh, <clears throat> walk uh, differently, funny. Um, and uh, and so when I when I looked at my legs, I says, man. And I realized, man, I'm. I'll do this for my son. I I, I don't know if I got some water or I even forgot to eat or something. I just when I remembered my son was having a hard time walking. And here I was, I could run. I just decided to stand up and I just, you know, dragged myself and I, and I and started. started wobbling and was a little bit dizzy. I finished it mm-hmm. and I realized, ah, yeah, that's one other, other uh, reason why I run. I run for my son. So uh, I, think, I think that's one of the main reasons why I'm running this run across the Philippines as well. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it for him. He's... Uh, He's a strong boy. He's an 11 year old. Uh, he's 11 year old, 11 years old now, and uh, and he's my, you know, he's my inspiration. Mm-hmm. So that's why I run also. Yeah. Uh, run across the Philippines. Okay. So um, where will your run start and where will it end? Okay, <clears throat> it will start somewhere in the southern part of Mindanao. Okay. I chose Maasim. Uh, Sarangani okay. because <clears throat> the other side is they say it's it's kind of um, it's complicated because of the rebels and also okay. it's safer near Maasim okay. near uh, in Sarangani okay. <clears throat> and besides that's already part of the tip of Mindanao anyway yeah. the celibacy because I'm planning to get some water from celibacy mm-hmm. um, and and I'll take it with me all throughout the run so that when I reach uh, Apari I'll get also water from Apari 
sure uh, there and then mm. that'll be my kind of like uh, trophy maybe uh, okay. and so I'll be starting from there um, okay. I already met the mayor uh, was, uh, and uh, the mayor and the governor they're both excited about the run I don't I was wondering why are they excited? They, they wanted press conference. They wanted another. Go, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> and so and so and so. Looking forward. Uh, they're suggesting a day before the run, which is the fourth. Uh-huh. They wanted to have a press conference, and then the fifth, uh, three o'clock in the morning. Okay. I'll start the run. So I, I guess that's better. So that my the starting time won't be uh, messed up with all the interviews yeah. at the press conference. Yeah, that's right. So that's the start. Uh, so first 50 is towards Gen- Gen- General Santos. Okay. Cool. And you're running 50 days, but it's not consecutive because you're taking the Sundays off. Uh, yeah. Because? <laughs> because I'm preaching in uh, some of the victory churches along Maharlika Highway. Okay. Of all the six or seven Sundays that I'll be gone, Half of those, uh, I'll be preaching in our victory churches, mm-hmm. and the other half, I'll I'll approach some evangelical churches and introduce myself as a running pastor, <laughs> and, uh, and and offer to preach in their churches if they want me. Okay. So that's uh, part of the run, um, and to kind of help develop uh, uh, camaraderie among evangelical pastors, mm-hmm. among Christians. I notice that when I when I tell them I'm a running pastor, it, it gives it, they they would be they would be smiling. They'll be mm. oh, really. It's like as if you do I can do this, but you can do it. Please run for me. It's like it's like it's like that. It's okay. a It's a more of a vicarious experience for them. Okay. Yeah. That a pastor is running, mm-hmm. and so they they always kind of verbally support me and encourage me. So I wanna do that. Uh, for the body of Christ number one number two um, in every major city towns I'll be uh, doing a, a, a what do you call that courtesy calls okay uh, visiting the local uh, government uh, leaders mm-hmm. uh, mayors even governors mm-hmm. to pray over them okay. um, with the you know with the pastors in the city and then we'll go to the city hall or town hall and then pray for them. Since I'm a running pastor anyway, so that's another way of literally praying for the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I pray in every uh, opportunity, in every town as, 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 uh, as you know, if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so my crew could probably, the last 5K or something like that, would go ahead of me and not, not only look for a place to stay that night, but to communicate to the to the town leaders, mayors or something. That you're on yeah, your yeah, my way. Okay. So so that's uh, that's one of the uh, reasons why I'm doing this also. Besides raising funds for Real, Real Life, Life Foundation. Foundation. Yes. So um let's let's explain what Real Life Foundation is. Yeah. yeah. Real Life Foundation is the compassion arm of uh, our church called Victory. Yeah. And, um, um, and Real Life Foundation is actually designed to help uh, marginalized youth uh, uh, who cannot afford to go to college, but they have good academic uh, grades. Okay. Usually in high school, we try to find out 
uh, their grades. There's a certain, uh, you know, set yeah, of qualifications, yeah. and um, when they pass uh, the interviews and all, then they become our scholars for college. Okay. And so right now, currently, we have 250 scholars, and we're developing right now a template where um, every Victory Church can have a set of numbers of scholars. So in the next three years, we will probably we will, we will probably have around uh, thousands of scholars because. Every local congregation will have their own set of scholars. Now. So mm. right now we're experimenting on how can this happen. How can, so we're developing a template. But for now, while we're doing this, I'll just use this opportunity to raise funds for them. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, almost similar with our run during the Bataan Death March 102, the yes. five of us. 1,000 pesos per kilometer, five of us, multiplied by five. So that's half a million we raise. Uh-huh. This one, since from Apa, uh, from Sarangani to Apari, will would be around 2,180 kilometers. Uh, so 1,000 per kilometer. So that'll be two million plus uh, that I'll be able to uh, that I'm planning to raise. Okay. They can give online. Uh, they'll visit. I they give can, to life. I give to life. and uh, and then you uh, can. We're still finishing the uh, the exact map of the Philippines where you can. When you give, you see the the, the graph, the segment, you know, going up. Okay. So we're working on it. Okay. So, but should they want to help now, uh, as soon as the as soon as they, they finish hearing this, they can just write a check to Real Life Foundation, and then send it, send it, or yeah. go to any nearby Victory congregation and give it to the offering or something like that. It's it's really cool and. Um, Actually, when I did my first half Ironman, I thought of uh, no, raising funds for real life with with Jose Quest Villanueva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never <laughs> ended up. Um, he, he never ended up doing the half Ironman, and so uh, he, the plan didn't come to fruition. But yeah. I'm glad that um, in other ways, uh, endurance sport is kind of helping to contribute yeah. to to this worthy cause. Yeah, tell me, tell me. I'm the one asking you now. But yeah. what you know, I've noticed in the U.S. some. Uh, a lot of runs are are done, you know, with with the cause, you know, with the you know, with raise funds for breast cancer or raise funds to uh, for things like that. I well, think, I don't uh, know. No. I why, think, why it's, think it's a general trend in the U.S. to do things for charity. In fact, some people on their own they're going to set up like um, a page and they're going to set a goal like I'm going to finish this Ironman. Um, Please donate towards uh, their, the cost that they want to, to support. It's it's something that's part of a lot of um, endurance communities. Dito lang sa Pilipinas, medyo hindi nag-set off hindi yung ganun. Because we're, we're pretty much commercial runners. Uh, in which sense, we, we kind of just run for ourselves. Uh, and we run for the achievement. But we don't really run for certain causes. Uh, it's not, hindi pa uso. Uh, or maybe um, because it's not part of our culture, it's like in the US. Not no? part of our culture as well. Uh, I mean, the the volunteer. Yeah. Um, the volunteering. The. I uh, know it's very high in the charity. US. Yeah, yeah, it's high in the US. Uh, some other races will do charity stuff, especially uh-huh. in the US, because they can they can, parang they can declare it as charity funds, so they don't have to pay taxes, or it can be ah, a tax shelter it. for it. other people. That's but then you know. Other reasons. Um. Whatever contributes to good causes, as long as it as it helps. Okay, so yeah, but 
it should be part of um, uh, the landscape these days. I mean, running is profitable. Yeah. And at a certain point, you start getting tired of just running for yourself. Or yes. Doing the sport for yourself. You should do something beyond you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to in order to sustain you, to go beyond the limits. Uh, uh, it should be beyond you, eh? Mm-hmm. More than just trying to achieve a medal or what. Yeah. You know, what are you gonna do with buckles? I got two of them. You know, <laughs> you wear only one one buckle one <laughs> buckle at a time. Anyway, so why why collect all of this? Yeah, you that's know. what I said then. When after I finished my first Ironman, I said I'm not doing this thing again unless <laughs> unless I'm racing funds because it's really not worth it to kill myself over. Yeah, I know, I know. I know 140.6 miles. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still mm. looking for that, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, uh, um, NGOs like uh, uh, NGOs. Do we call it NGO, the Real Life Foundation? It could be an NGO, but okay. NGOs also like, be a CEO, a charitable organization. Yeah, yeah, like this one, this charitable organization, uh, like uh, Real Life Foundation. I don't know if others have their own system where they can accommodate uh, uh, causes. I mean, runs like this yeah. where they can, you know, but. Um, I know some people like um, there's a team Red Cross triathlon uh-huh. organization. Uh-huh. So um, a good friend of mine set it up. So mm-hmm. it, people from any team, mm-hmm. they if they want to do something mm-hmm. to raise a race yeah. and raise funds for Philippine Red Cross, mm-hmm. all they have to do is um, buy one of the team Red Cross triathlon uniforms. Uh-huh. A portion of the proceeds from that. Sale we'll of the uniform goes straight to the PRC. So they've already actually done it. They they help the PRC already just by buying the uniform. Ah, and then okay. when they race wearing that uniform, then it raises awareness that there are avenues yeah. towards you know, doing something for charity. Yeah. So that's that's a start. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the other uh, reason I guess why I run across the Philippines is the sheer adventure of it. Mm-hmm. Just. Uh, just knowing that, you know, you're gonna see the entire country, you know, the for me it's an adventure. Mm-hmm. The, you know, going out in the morning and you smell there's something different when you go out in the morning and you smell the, you know, the air or something like yeah. that. The, just the sheer experience of it is already priceless for me. Mm-hmm. I'm already looking forward uh, because I already did some simulation runs. Yep. I did one in Matnog, I did one in Tugigarao, I did one in um, in Maasim, General Santos. I only miss Surigao and uh, a run in, in the Visayas, but you know, just knowing that I'm gonna uh, cr- uh, run across my nation <laughs> is already something to look forward to for me. That's why I've never tried running outside yet. <laughs> Kung hindi ko pa magawa dito sa Pilipinas, gawin ko muna rin sa Pilipinas ako mag-join yung comrades, comrades din. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so, that's one one reason, one of the reasons why, you know, the idea of doing this in spite of only around six Filipinos according to history. It's a handful of people. Uh, who have done this. So, I might be the seventh uh, by the grace of God if I can finish this. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, we'll certainly be following you on your journey. Um, 
hopefully your team will be posting on social media and updating your your soon to come blog mm-hmm. and then uh, hopefully i can also file some reports yeah, from there yes please yeah 